it's not about me. It's about no. Valerie Lorraine. How are you, Valerie? <laughs> I'm doing great. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Thank you for being here. It's an honor and a privilege to be here. Oh, my goodness. So how you been? How's your week been? It's been great. I've been um, very busy working. And yesterday, I took the day off and took the kids up to the lake. So that was a, a beautiful afternoon. It meant that I spent a lot of time playing catch up today. But we got there. I gotta be awesome, honest, awesome. I gotta be honest, Valor. I can't imagine a woman such as yourself ever taking a moment for relaxing for yourself, even just to hang out with your kids. But seriously, I mean, you are just such an incredible powerhouse to this community. I know Annie and I, we've been, we had this date circled so many times on our calendar. We are so excited to highlight everything you do. Like I said, yeah. you do it all. I mean, let's, let's get right yeah. to it. Naming all the crazy things that you do, you know? Yes, and um, last night you went live with um, Raj Sharma. I don't know if I'm pronouncing his name correctly, but um, great live on YouTube. Um, amazing. You're doing big things, Valerie, and that is, I think that's what makes it even more beautiful because you're branching out in all forms of life, not just one particular form of life. And I think, and I really believe that's what I love about what you do because you, you, you give it to, every walk of life and um so i wanted to ask just to start it off like how how did this come about as far as like what made you decide hey let's do youtube and let's do this platform on youtube like talk to us about that to start things off so um that's a good question so i was approached over a year ago to do a show on that channel and it was a poetry show and um so i did that for quite a while and um i made a decision i, I really good um relationship with the producer and i had spoke to him a lot and i said you know i said i, I appreciate the show i appreciate a lot about it i said but it's, it's really not what i want to do mm. and um i said you know i think i'm gonna have to step away from it and so you know we had a lot of conversations and and he said well if you want to do anything else like let's talk which is the name of the channel the youtube channel so anyways um so he and i talked for quite a while and and um i said to him i said i, I really want to do an interview show because on, on on instagram there's a lot of open mics i host an open mic i absolutely love hosting the open mic but it is um i hate to say a push it through but it is like you can't spend a lot of time with one person because you have a queue and you have to respect everybody who's in the queue so you got to keep it moving you got you just got to keep on you know moving the queue and moving the show through and I said I'd really rather spend the time with people and and really sit down and and talk to them and laugh with them too because laughter is a big part of my life it's gotten me through a lot so um, so I came up with the show concept and he was like, let's do it. So we started doing it. And my idea was always to branch outside of our poetry community. Um, but the poetry community is so important and so special to me. I will always keep coming back to our poets and, and highlighting them in that show. But yes, we have had um, a great response from the broader community some people that we don't necessarily expect to hear from 
And so yesterday was uh, Comedian Raj. He's on IG as Comedian Raj. Um, wonderful gentleman, very kind soul, uh, very, uh, very entertaining. And um, we had a great interview. So it'll be up in my stories tomorrow to catch the replay. Wow. It's like, it, it's like the key thing you said, um, you know, like, even though you love the open mics, like you said before, I want to spend time with the person I'm interacting with. It's like you said, it's true because even when I used to do the open mics before we transitioned, you know, and combined the, um, the Origin of Thoughts open mic and the Unravel's open mic, that's one thing I've learned too throughout, even when I used to do the open mics before Unravel did the rebranding. Um, it's all about respecting the time of the people and, and respecting the, you know, just the whole respect thing, right? Because it's true. Um, you know, you want to, like, you, you can't, be there for a long time so i think that's what's important what you're saying about the intimacy behind mm -hmm. that which is why even with me that's why i decided to create the interview segments for unraveled influence and do the open mics and all this other stuff because it's true you know yeah like we see all these poets but i want to get to know you more and i and i really believe there's the intimacy behind all that i think that's amazing that you do that you know Thank you. Yeah, Andy, not to cut you off, oh, actually, not to put it at the perfect moment. <laughs> I want to echo because not just that, uh, you really are one of the staples when I feel like when it comes to building the community. Both Andy and I, we both have the privilege of being co-hosts on that Starfield Saturday that I definitely want to talk about, like, the whole fun that you have because it's a party on Saturday yep. and it's just so much fun. And I love your concept of having new people every week. And if you haven't, I mean, I'm sure everybody in this you know, chat room has been to Starfield Saturdays, but if you haven't, it's incredible. And you really are at the forefront of building your community. And you really do not just, you know, say it, you really live that. And as somebody who's trying to build the bridge, as Andy and I like to say, we thank you so much for being a part of this. But I don't yes. want another moment without actually hearing some of your work because you do such an incredible job highlighting others, um, allowing people to have a safe space to speak. And like you said, you like to laugh. So you're also somebody who is very joyful and checks in with people and, and just such a great person to be around. I, I, we gotta highlight your work. So I, I know you got plenty of uh, incredible poems and, and writings for us. Um, Okay. I do know that you have, I believe, three pieces that people can get, three books that are out as well. I, do. I want to go through that. I want to go through the journeys of those. Okay. Like, we are all about you. Like, we can, you know, woo, yay, yeah, community. No, no, this is all about Valerie. All right. Valerie Lorraine, poetic author. We got to talk about her work, and I got to shut up so I can hear your work. But I also want to hear about this whole love poetry thing, because I know you say that you're a love poet, and I want to get into what that means to you. Okay. Um, I consider myself a love poetess. I like to speak about being in love, falling in love, um, even heartbreak, right? That is a part of love. Um, even, you know, familiar love, so family love. Um, it, it's important to me. Um, I am really all about, about love, giving love, being love, and self-love too, right? So um, I, I love speaking about, and, and I also love speaking about in my poetry, um, the universe that I love, right? So very much in love with water, um, you know, the sunsets, the sunrises, the stars, the stars, 
the stars. <laughs> and um, so I, I incorporate that a lot into my poetry. To me, that's the magic of life. Wow. So, yeah, that's, that's why I call myself a love poetess. That's beautiful. That really is. And he said, as you're talking about the stars, I also thought about, so is that why you call the star Phil Saturdays? I do. I mean, to me, it was a, <laughs> um, to me, I couldn't have gotten a better name for the show because um, to me, there's so much talent in this community. So they are the stars. Amen. They are the stars of the show. So that, that happened and then you know i mean my love of the stars just it it became a double entendre right there's nothing better than going out every single night and seeing if i can see the stars so wow. you know here we go that's you know it's my star filled saturdays i got the talent and hopefully i can look out at night and see the stars myself uh, you oh know my what? god Valerie, if you listen very closely late at night, you might be hearing me saying up to the stars because I am with you a thousand percent. Every night I'm out there looking up in that sky because it's just, it uh, draws you in. So it does. Of your words. I want your words now. Oh. Again, I'm just like, okay. enthralled. <laughs> we, I know everybody's here to hear all about you and your work. Okay. okay. Um, this is out of my book, Falling. This is one of my very first books. And, um, it's quite a, a, whoops, it's quite a large book, um, a good collection of my early poetry, and, um, and it was, it was very special to me to just to get it out. So, um, this is called Messages to Ace. I miss you. I, uh, I'm sorry, I'm going to uh, this is where the book opened, and I was surprised, so it took me a little off guard. Um, again, this is called Messages to Ace. I miss you. As I would miss the stars if I never saw them shine again. As I would miss the ocean if I could not stand on the shores and listen to the crashing of the waves. As I would miss the sun gloriously bathing me with its shine. As I would miss breathing. Every breath takes me back to you how close we were how i lost you how i couldn't stop anything that happened and it was my fault i'll never forgive myself for it all the time lost with you all the joy snatched from me i have peace in my heart except when it comes to you i will never stop praying for the universe to return you to me i will never Stop feeling the loneliness of not having you. Your soul is precious. Your eyes spoke to me where no words were possible between us. I pray that you are in safe arms, holding you as I do, and loved as much as anyone could love you. Because I know that no one could ever love you as I do. Know this. I will never stop loving you. On my last breath on this earth, I will carry my love for you back to the stars with me. And I will wait on the crest of the moon and drop pieces of my love like falling stars in the sky for you to see, each one, a memory of time spent with you. When you 
you see them fall for you, remember me. Oh, my God. <laughs> Why? <laughs> oh, yeah. Again, my heart's like going like this right now because I felt every word you just said. Oh, oh, oh. yeah. We, we got to take a moment because this is, oh, wow. Absolutely. Um, so I put out the little tag of your thing that the internet went down on my computer while I was doing that. But I, again, the, your words are so impactful. Mm. They just, and first of all, the way you yeah. read your words uh, and, and the way you read other people's work as well. Like, let's not even go there. But holy moly, you just have a gift with the way you just speak those words and the imagery, the softness, oh the care of the words. I didn't want to keep my eye off you. I was just looking at like I feel like you were talking to me. Like I was like, oh my God. Like, oh my God. Like, wow. 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 You got you gotta talk to us about this piece because this so many directions that this could be taken right now, especially the loss of someone you really love, someone you really care about. And it's just uh I, I got I gotta know. Like, oh my god. So <laughs> I will preface this with this. Um, I usually, I usually don't express what my poetry meant to me when I wrote it because I believe that once we give it to somebody else, it's what they mean to them. And mm -hmm. if let's say before I will talk about it, but let's say that if I then said like, well, it was about my grandma. Now, no matter what you took from it or what you needed from it, now you're stuck with the fact that I just said it's about my grandma, <laughs> you know, and you're like, oh, I thought it was okay. about blah, 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 right? Gotcha. So, so I, I hesitate about that part because I never want to take away what, what somebody else could totally need from that piece. However, this is what we're here for. So, yeah. Um, Ace was my dog. And he was, he was a service dog to me. So he was exceptionally close with me, um, very important to me. And, um, and he was, he was an, an incredible soul. And, and um, so he was stolen from me. And that part was a killer. And yeah, so that part. Wow. Yeah. That's Wow. wow. I wow. So first of wow. all, sometimes a loss like at that goes in an instant, you know. But you talking about something like that. That's because that's different to me. Like to me, that's like it's it, like you know, if it's a person, it's I mean it's still just as meaningful, but it's something about a companion like that, a pet. Like my wife when um my wife used to have a cat and unfortunately my son, you know, as he was he's four now, but he was getting all these hives, he was getting all these allergic reaction, and I pretty much had to pay $200 to get animal control to pretty much get rid of the cat, like I had no choice. And I've never seen my wife cry and get emotional the way she did that day. And it's like, it was one of those things, like I never want to do something like that on purpose, but I had to think about my son too. I mean, I know it's like the same thing as like your situation with the dog, but like just that, that sentimentalness, there's that closeness you have with that, 
that you don't really have with a person sometimes. There's something different about that. And like to hear that it was stolen from you, like that, that breaks my heart, Val. It, it, oh, like traveling even thinking about it because I think about that and it's like, oh, like you, you get what I'm saying? It's it's crazy because you treat like that's like, there's something about that, you know, there's something about that bond. You know? uh, there is something about that bond. Yeah, there, there really is. But yeah, that's where the book opened. So that's what we read. <laughs> but I love that. It was almost like that is what we wanted to hear from you tonight as we, you know, take a grand slam home run to kick off the hour with yeah. incredible poetess. A love poetess and love in all aspects of the yes. word love. Valerie Lorraine underscore Quranic author. And um, you said that was from your first book, and it's a whole collection of your earlier works. It is. Uh, Andy always asks this, and I love this question Where did you start off your poetry journey? Where did this early work come from? And then can you talk about that leading up to I'm going to put this collection of work together? I want to hear mm -hmm. all about it. Stole um, my words. I know. I did. So, um, so I in in 2017, but really 2018, I went through uh, several several life changing events, and um, I was I was a mess. Like I was sincerely a mess. I did not know which way to turn, and um, I started writing, and I hadn't written for a long, 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 long time. So I had started writing and, and I didn't really share it with a lot of people. It was, it was rather personal to me, you know, because I just, because. So, um. Well, Valerie, but, it sounds like you were utilizing that opportunity to heal and get things out that were probably suffocating you a little yeah. bit, clouding your judgment, clouding your mind. I mean, a lot of people know exactly that time of your life. We all yeah. know, but everybody's is different. I mean, I know I'm going through some stuff too, but yeah, I, I can see. Yeah, of course, it's going to be a therapeutic moment yeah. for you, and you want to keep it. It's your for you. It's your yeah. healing. So continue. Exactly, of and so um, you know, and then I um, I fell in love with somebody deeply, and um, and it wasn't a healthy relationship. Mm. Um, but because I was, my mind was already cluttered with everything I was going through and there was a lot of other things going on in that relationship and, um, I couldn't see clearly. And, um, so my poetry became very, very important to me. And at that point when I wrote, I would write and read it back and say, oh, that's how I'm feeling. That's how, mm. that's how, you know, upset I was. Whereas now when I write, I'm like, you want to know how I'm feeling? I'm going to sit down and write. We're going <laughs> to, I'm going to tell you how I'm feeling, right? Good, bad, or indifferent. But um, so back then, that's, that's what that was. And then, um, you know, I was encouraged. There was a, like a seed planted that, you know, you should, you should put this all together. You should do something with it. And um, so I did. It did. One day I just kind of, kind of like, all right, today's the day. <laughs> so um, that started it. That was my first book. And then um, and then I put it out a year later. I put out My Life, Life Untitled. And oh, I know wow. she's in the room. And I need her to know whether she's in the room or not. I always say this. It's 
cover was beautifully done by Just Our Misdemeanor, my very good yeah. friend. She's definitely in the room. Yeah, she's yeah. there. Yeah, she is. She's she does art, isn't it? Oh, yeah, get it. And then last year I put out this book actually like right on the heels it was so funny because I I put out my second book and I barely advertised it I barely said anything because yeah. I was still very very much getting this book out and this is in the company of poets and it's a poetic mm. anthology there's um, 12 people including myself and they're all from IG that I met on IG so there's Cleopatra Fernhill, Michael Light, Brad Hall, um oh, Debbie yeah. Razy who who is um why can't I think of her Instagram name this Violet Moon Poetry um oh, yeah. right LG oh yeah LG oh, wow. Alexa uh, yeah. the Galaxy wow. Todd Worrell oh. who is mid-age poetry thoughts by Steve Jolene Thibodeau and Jan the Rhapsodist so we're mm. all in this book wow. Hold that back Each, up, please. Hold that back it, up again. This is a, her third yeah, collection. Yeah, that's beautiful. Uh, this is in the Company of Poets, and this was such a pleasure to put out. Um, I enjoyed doing it so much. Each each poet in this book has a substantial amount of work. They have at least ten poems, not pages, but poems, and um, wow. and their bio and their picture. And I absolutely loved putting this book together. So. Um, I will just say it is not my last go at doing anthologies. So I have some in the work already again, been working on them for some months and they will be out soon enough. And then I have another collection of my poetry that I will be putting out. However, this time, this is going to be about my healing journey. And in my healing journey, um, this is going to be more like some stanzas that I will equate to journal entries, although I don't journal. Expressions of like, you know, um, maybe, what, how can I express it? When reality hits, you know, mm. and uh, 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 some, some dialect about how I was gobsmacked with some reality that helped me through my uh, healing and then taking that into here's some poetry that really supports what I just found out <laughs> or mm. what has been settling upon my soul as I walk through that healing journey. Wow. So I'm excited about that mm -hmm. book, but I have no time frame on that because I've been so busy that coming back to that book is always just a little, um, you know, <laughs> uh, when I get there, when I get there. Absolutely. Like, again, if you are just joining us, we are honoring this incredible poetess, the love poetess, the star filled every day of the week, Valerie Lorraine, poetic author. Um, and of course, we know that she's busy. She does all these incredible things. Uh, she has three books out that we just talked about. But again, what I wanted to re kind of rewind back a little bit. You said you first went to poetry as a way to just kind of like get your thoughts together, let your thoughts out, so to speak, and you get it. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> and, uh, you know, what maybe surprised you after people started to get into your reading, uh, writing, reading your writing? And because I noticed that you said earlier, I don't necessarily want to give you my source material because I don't want to take away your own interpretation, which 
I love, I get, I get that so much. But people probably definitely responded to your work because your work is so incredibly moving, emotional. Um, we're gonna hear some more in just a moment because I'm already like foaming at the mouth here. Even more, right? <laughs> Um, but I'm sure people have reached out to you in response to some of that. Like, were you taken away or taken back by um, the responses you may have received from reading some of your work? Um, absolutely. Uh, especially when I first started sharing it, you know, I, I was starting to share it sporadically with a mm -hmm. few people. And sometimes people I didn't know that well as well because, I, you know, I really wanted a as much as an authentic um response just to kind of see and i it was funny because i always ha was getting a lot of the same responses was like did you write that about me or did you write that like because they were which i interpreted for what it was was that it was relatable yeah, yeah. and so um and then some people would say like oh you you really need to share this because it's going to help people. Mm -hmm. And some of my work, I didn't necessarily see that it was going to help people, but, um, but we don't always see those things. Right. And, mm -hmm. and I think that it is so important for us to, to just, um, sit in the belief that, you know, this is the way that, that things happen, right. Is that we, we can, we can we can change somebody or we can give them information in a way of entertainment that they need and it could be entertainment it could be healing it could be relatable there's so many things that we don't know and i encourage people all the time like it's just like when we meet somebody not everybody is our cup of tea we're not everybody's cup of tea and that should be okay Absolutely. the same thing is going to happen with our work it's not meant for everybody but the people who it is meant for that's our audience and they will gravitate to us if the universe or whatever divine um force that you believe in knows that that is meant for that person they will get it yeah and you may not even know about it. You might not even know about it, but they will get it. So, you know, you just need to sit back in your, your belief that if you know that this, you feel purpose and you feel uh, great joy in what you do, sit back and relax because it's all good. Amen. I'm exactly so excited that you mentioned exactly why I, I kind of was curious if people, I, well, I was pretty convinced that people would be very responsive to your work, but uh, that people pick up again, what they're feeling inside through your experience, even though they're completely different. And, and it, exactly, like I said, sometimes you need to hear something or see something. Mm -hmm. it is, and, and you, like you said earlier, you are such a lover of comedy and just, you know, bringing the light up, bringing the light out, because, you know, we've all experienced dark. I know that sounds like you've had some pretty dark times that, uh, again, yeah. you've written through an artistic way, which, again, that brings us together. 
Um, I think, uh, Andy, do you have any uh, comments? Yeah, no, so I'm just trying to embrace everything you guys are talking about because every time I come up with a question, you guys always have, like, another question within the question, and then you always have, like, an answer. I was just like, okay, the words are out of my mouth. But um, earlier, um, you had mentioned about laughter and how it got you through some times. And um, I know you had talked about realities and stuff like that. Would you say that those two goals hand in hand with each other in your life in the past and in present today? And can you describe, like, like when you say laughter, like, can you describe more about that to me? Because I'm, I'm very curious to know how what that means to you. Um, so laughter in my life is is very very important. I grew up um, with very comical and jovial family members and um sometimes if you're in the room you you were laughing a lot but you sat quietly because you did not want to be the focus of that mm, <laughs> but it was all good right um and and there was all love in that too right but um that's how I raised my children and and my family and um, and so I like to carry that on. There is so much strife in life. There is so much going on that you know we need releases. We need releases at times when it is entertainment. We need um, poetry. We need comedians. We need. Uh, even just like I like to watch dramas on TV. I will not allow drama in my life, but I love watching mm -hmm. dramas on TV because I can shut it off. So all of this becomes really important to make sure that, you know, you have the laughter and laughter is healing. Laughter yeah. is extremely healing, right? And there's some beauty in being able to even be in in a dark place and still being able to have some humor and know that that every everything's going to be okay you know and tomorrow's always going to come wow wow that that no, that's powerful that's definitely powerful it's beautiful because it's so true um like i learned the hard way that laughter is you know there's that saying laughter is the best medicine but i really do believe in that because Growing up for me wasn't always like an easy process considering dealing with, you know, situations that weren't like, it wasn't allowed to be talked about at that time where I can talk about it now. And it's just um, to have a peace of mind knowing, especially within this community, I've been in this community since 2018 and I met some people along the way that if there's one, one thing we have in common is we all have a story to tell, right? And that's what inspired me to create Unravel Influence in the first place. And one thing I love is the fact that you guys are not afraid to talk about your brokenness and how we can all, it can somehow bring us together and we can have that conversation and realize for me, it's more like, you know what, Damn, I'm not alone, right? Because I didn't talk about my schizotypal personality disorder until 2020. And, and before that, everyone was talking about it. And my thing was, I grew up with, oh no, I'm ashamed talk about that because they'll laugh at me kind of thing and the more i saw you everybody here talk about it, the more comfortable i felt and I, I even asked my wife about it too i said babe you think i should like talk about it what do you think and she's like well that's part of your story because you know um for those who don't know i i i'm a 
born again Christian by category, I guess you can say. I do believe in God and stuff like that. And something my wife said, well, that's part of your story because if you take out from your story, then you're not going to know, you're not going to be your true authentic self that God has called you to be. You're taken away. And it's like, you don't know who needs to hear that. And that same way what you just said, you know, people like, like, like we don't think about it until, like you said, you didn't think about it until you released that first book and the impact that you had in people reading your work. And um, now with that being said, it leads into my next question. So after we all pass on, we all, you know, we're, we're, we're chilling now and, you know, we're not on this earth anymore. Um, what do you hope to leave behind once you're gone, if that, that makes sense? Like, what are you looking to leave behind? What impact and why is that important to you? Um, I hope that I leave a legacy of love through my family and those who knew me. Um, I hope that um, I leave people with hope. I hope I leave them with the strong desire to always reach for tomorrow, no matter what happens today. Um, and that, you know, the one thing that I learned in my journey thus far is that I went through some very, very terrible things that almost broke me. And, and I had to get through those things so that I could become the person that I am today. And I'm very proud of the person that I am today. So in order for me to say, oh, I could wish I could skip that, I would not be honoring the fact that those things are part of how I wound up being who I am today. So I live in gratitude. A lot of times people, they might um, see my signature when I sign things is they say with gratitude, Valerie Lorraine. And I do live in gratitude. Um, and that was a journey. That was, that was a real um, hard journey to walk through. So, you know, um, I hope that people understand not everything is, is easy, but if you can find your lessons, and your purpose, and if you can find your um, your ways to, to find gratitude, right? It's not worthless. It didn't happen for any airy fairy reason. It happened on purpose. So use it on purpose and be driven and make sure that whatever lessons that you hurt um that hurt you and that that forced you into this position that you don't repeat mm. right like the universe has been here so much longer than i have it is not my job to do anything other than what it guided me to do and i can only be here in the capacity that the universe wants me to be here. So um, when I see that somebody's going through something, I'm going to be here for them until the point when the universe tells me to step aside. And when I hear yeah. that, I have to step aside, right? I have to step aside because whether it's karma that's coming to play or whether it is their lesson that they have to learn, whatever that looks like, 
I'm, I am not near as wise as this vast place that we live. So, wow. you know, I, that is something that I came to learn, right? Wow. I, it's not mine. It's not my business to get hyper involved. It's my business to show that there's love and support and kindness. Right? I, wow. I, you just said that you're yeah. as wise as the universe, and I'm not here to try and argue that point. I don't think anybody necessarily is, but I want to echo something that you just said a few times, yeah. that you mentioned that you have wow. gone through a journey. And on the outside, you know, a lot of us are coming new to the community or have been in the community, but we're stuck in pockets, so we're right. still finding each other. On the outside to somebody who is new to you, like, for me being new to you, you look like you have it all together. You're the hostess with the Moses. You're here, there, everywhere. And you're a star and you shine and we love you. Like, again, we, so many people in the chat are just loving up on you. Like talking about how many times you've connected with people, helped people, hearts and souls all the way through. But again, I think that's why you do this and why we do this and what's so important because there are people yeah. going through horrible things and we can get to the other side. We can. And we feel, and it's not necessarily reading about the other side that gets us. It's reading about being at the bottom or below the bottom or falling where you feel like you're never even going to reach the bottom because it's infinite. So go ahead. I know you have something to say. Go yeah, ahead. I do. I do. You know what I mm. want to say is that, um, you know, some of the hardest things that we go through and it feels like if it feels like the world has stopped how can everybody be out there still living when this has happened i feel like my world has caved and and but the reality is is that it's it's it is our job to heal through these things and the person that you come out on the other side as you say looks really put together like looks like they got their shit right everybody goes through stuff right mm -hmm. the Dynamics of what that is could be like real low or, or very high on the scale of how bad was it. And that's not for us to judge, right? It's not for us to judge. Amen. Like, yeah, like how, what are they complaining about? It's not that. But what I really feel like in this community is that we all have offered our vulnerability. And I think that so we're we're poets so that gives us an instant connection but then we know how much it takes to put our vulnerability out there so mm -hmm. not only are we connected but um our spiritual roots underground have connected even more because we honor the fact that somebody put something out there that was not easy for them and it gets easier right so um i was challenged by somebody who I respect quite a bit. Um, so I have, I have a backstory, right? And um, so I have been in a relationship that ended in domestic abuse. So um, I was challenged to write about that. Now, when I started to write about it, it messed me up for an entire week and I hadn't even touched pen to paper. Mm -hmm. I was a mess. Then I actually wrote it and I was a mess. And then, cause as soon as I wrote it, I was like, I was having this panic attack that like, Absolutely. what am I getting? Like, people, what are people gonna think of me? Like, you know, all these things. And I can go into that after, but 
<coughs> I tried to temper it with myself to say like, just because I wrote it doesn't mean I have to put it out there. But mm. I was in this panic place because in my hard hearts, I knew that I was going to do it. I wrote it. I knew that it wasn't just mine. So I needed to put it out there. And that was scary. And um, yes, and now I'm fairly comfortable in the fact with speaking about that. And, and I do um, talk to people behind the scenes in my DMs who feel like um, they have questions about grooming or being manipulated or like all of all of these kinds of things. And again, it's not mine to get hyper involved in, but I'm absolutely going to make sure that you are safe, you know, um, where you can get information from, you know, all of these things, right? But just because I'm an advocate, doesn't mean that I'm going to rush out and save anybody. Right? Like, right. that's, that's advocate not my role. Not advocate is not necessarily I'm not an expert. And you are an I'm not a counselor. Experience I'm, and what you went through. Right. And there are similarities, but I hear you. And I think that's yeah. important. And you and you are allowed to have your space. And I think that's what, what that's okay too. Go exactly. ahead. I didn't mean to cut you off. But I, I no, 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 you, you, you helped me out with that thought, because that's exactly it, right? Especially, and, and I don't, yeah, and I don't, I don't choose to be an expert in that. But I do choose to be a support. And you are an expert in yourself in your own life. And I and I want to echo your words, because what you actually just said there was, I don't, I don't mean to make this seem not as serious as what I'm going to say. That was brave with what you just said. Because again, as a female, as an educated female, as a, uh, you know, because again, we're, I want to talk about your writing, but when it comes to th things like domestic abuse, or even emotional abuse, or psychological abuse with a partner, I mean, you can feel so stupid. Like I, how did that happen to me? And I know better and it's not, and it's all different. So again, I want to honor what you just said there. And that took a lot to put it out there. And as a female who's coming to terms with her own situation, I thank you so much for that. And I don't want to get emotional now. Yeah. I just thank you so don't much for being there. I know. No, but, keep it together. Keep again, it together. You'll be all right. But yeah, you know what the thing is, is that I think that the, the social stigmas around, um, around emotional abuse have not, are not where they need to be because emotional abuse is, can be far worse than physical abuse mm -hmm. um, because it la it's longer lasting. Um, it feels and like there's, and, and you can't prove it. There's no legal recourse. It's just ridiculous. But the other thing is, is that, um, is that there's a social stigma that is still relevant where people say, you know, if you've ever heard this, as soon as they say it, people are going to say, oh yeah, I did hear that before, right? What'd she do to deserve that? And let me be, be very, very clear. Or how did you stay in that? How could right. you even be in a, in a situation right. like that? How could you let it get to that point? Yeah, right. And even, right. and, and I, of course, I don't know what happened in your situation, but there are many women who are stuck for many yeah. reasons. And yeah. again, they have children involved or they don't, or there's financial restraints or there's not, there's so many ins and outs. But again, what you said is so important because yeah. when you hear domestic abuse you think of a stereotypical image in your mind right and that's and, not and the thing is is that that's where 
that's one where society needs to change their wording, mm -hmm. their thought process. And the second thing is, is that women and, and men, because this isn't just yes. a woman thing, but they have to not hide it. Um, I'm not telling you to do something you're not comfortable with, but I am saying that you are, um, you, I'll change it, not you are. You have the ability to change a stereotype that is wrong. You also have the ability to out somebody, and I'm not suggesting that you out somebody, but uh, a societal um, person, let's put it that way, who will not um, have as, as easy of time doing it. Because when you're yes. silent, the next person um, if they choose not to listen and believe their thing, that's on them. But if they don't know, then they don't have the foresight and they don't have mm. the option, right? Mm -hmm. So, you know, and, and there and you are... don't have to protect the, your abuser because, uh, again, you're in a situation sometimes where you feel like, I don't want to say anything negative because I don't want other people to look at them in a bad way because this is such mm. a one. But again, mm. it's that about you, you. that's what happens and, with and, your own mind. Yeah. And, and no, but it is, yeah. you are so right. But the thing is, is that, um, and you know, take your time and come to it and understand, right? It is not about you or what you did. This is about the other person and how they can or cannot deal with losing control, mm -hmm. losing their ability, um, their upbringing, their, their mm -hmm. cult. And when I say cultural, I'm talking about family culture, right? The mm -hmm. tribal family mm -hmm. how how they perceive something um to be or the way it should be old school um thoughts that traveled down through their families and they're they haven't shaken that ability it's not your fault no. it's not your fault so but i do have a piece about mm -hmm. it um so this is is not in any of my books as far as I go by memory. This is called The Shadow Chronicles, Lucifer. And um, Words of Drifting is a beautiful member of our community. And she put some prompts out during Dove Domestic Violence Month. And um, LG and myself, along with Todd, held a live that was specifically for this. And we put out, we speaked out some of the prompts offered it to the community and we read um we read the pieces on the show and it was a very emotional show and i read this piece that i had written i wish i wouldn't have waited till the end of the show because by the time that i had read everybody else's and i got to read mine that's where i i got very emotional but mm. um learn. <laughs> anyways the shot of chronicles lucifer my shadow said run and for a moment I was going to but instead I whispered no stay with me I didn't know the burden to come mm -hmm. nor the stolen innocence I should have left when my shadow did my heart was then taken over by a demonic terrorist with the force of Lucifer bursting with rage into a church graciously admiring the parishioners and the pews for their sins exposing my love to you was something I should have never done. My humanity was your playground.
You burnt open your wings in raising glory, leaving me in awe. Your charm devoured me, tainting my intuition. And when I exposed you, you rushed at me, taking my breath away. Your wings held tight at my throat. Finally, you were flushed out. Lucifer impersonating a demon, a demon impersonating my lover, my lo lover impersonating love, my love just was. Truth is better than lies and will always be better than your interpretation, your impersonation, your failed attempt. It's there I glimpsed your imperfections. I saw you, Judas. For a strung out moment, I saw your tormented, ugly eyes. My physical bravado stood against you, not believing you would. My shadow knew better, fearing fate. My shadow. Only with me because the light made it stay. Wiser than I. I will ever now always follow my shadow. If he won't go, nor will I. I, uh, before your alien fists fell upon my delicate innocence, you spat, I am doing this to hurt you. Intuitively, yes, you did. Week one, black. Week two, blue. Week three, purple. Week four, pedache. Week 105, trauma still vibrating within, tender in the depths beyond vision. Was the gray matter that didn't want to let go until it made sense of the senselessly brokenness. It was the red pumping flow that didn't know how to put the vestibule doors back on the frame or sweep up the stained glass. And how could either when there are no answers? There are no explanations. There is no justice. I have no absolution. But I have my, my shadow, and if he won't go, nor will I, Valerie Lorraine. I, I gotta kind of process this, so I, I'm, I'm speaking so sorry now. Week oh. one. Yeah, two, that, that. And then week 100, like, yeah. yo. That that is I think that that's what really hit me the most was week one, week two, week three. Um I've mentioned this a few my times humanity. in the past lives. Um oh yeah, and it gave yeah, my humanity was your playground. Yeah, that that is deep too. Oh my god. Um my gray matter was the one yeah. uh, again uh, mine is um when it comes oh. to like like abuse and stuff, I, I take that very seriously. So that's why it's kind of hitting me the way it is, especially with, um, unfortunately, I had a friend of mine that, um, no story short, I've mentioned this before too, that I had a falling out with, and we were gonna reconcile our differences, but I never got the chance to, unfortunately, because she, she was involved in a marriage with domestic violence, and unfortunately, you know, she's not with us anymore. But uh, so just hearing that brought me back to that. So if I get very, it's because like, like, you know what it is? It's not what you said, but the description of what she was probably going through that I'm just never going to understand. And it's just like, I, man, uh, 
there's so many ways, so many things I can go with right now. But again, like you know, it, it, it's. I think yeah. I just I think I think this calls for like a eventually do a live or something. But um, mm -hmm. again, with I, I, yeah, the, I, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm I'm sorry. Just uh, because I, I want to say this because I got to imagine that night when you were going through everybody's pieces in the subject that had to be just a raw rip open uh, opportunity for healing. But again, sometimes healing goes through pain. And we mentioned this a couple of weeks ago, or I think it might've been last week with Leah. Sometimes you have to cut open a wound that's not healing correctly in order for it to heal correctly. And, and the power in that. And earlier, if you guys are just joining us, uh, Valerie Lorraine let us know that she doesn't necessarily like to give us the origin to her words because she does not want to cloud anybody reading there or having an opportunity to create some bias perhaps because right. everybody's interpreting their own words. But Andy, I know you, you want to stay on this topic, but I do want to say a side note to you because even though you've talked about earlier again that you are just doing it, Valerie Lorraine talked about how poetry actually came to her as an opportunity through healing and growth going through a difficult time and it wasn't necessarily how some of our origin stories where we're you know high school love poets but you really took an opportunity to find who you are are emotionally and became the strong fierce incredible source of power light comedy and love in all sense of the words through going through this absolutely um, oh but um let me just say this because uh, i kind of got off because i was just skating with no it, there for a moment. it's so it's fine but if you don't know this you're not just a, a free verse necessarily like you really are true academic because i do know this because you actually have helped people edit their own materials not just of course we talked about three books we had for our darling valerie has three of her own two of her own original pieces and then one which is a collection of gosh real stars yeah. of the IG community. I mean, for yeah. real. But uh, I know you were, uh, you also edit and you really have an academic command of the language. It's not just the emotional piece. You really have a command of this. Yeah, I, yeah. So um, I do editing and layout. So I lay people's books out. Um, I help them, I guide them through the self-publishing opportunity um i do i do a lot of work with them right and a lot of times um you know people come to me and they're like i got my manuscript i'm like that's great that's that's the easiest part right mm -hmm. so we're gonna walk you through everything else you need cover to cover because there's so much more involved right and it's overwhelming so um i i do that um i just you know some more to it than that I do I do a lot I do a, I, I do a lot when it comes to that and you know um, I don't charge a lot because the reality is is that um, there's not too often that a a book is going to blow up and be a sensation and that you are going to be exclusively making money hand over foot on this and so you know it's it's all a build right and so um and i have on, Valerie, you can't be breaking my heart come on i, I haven't published yet because it's just gonna blow up no, i'm kidding i'm kidding i'm kidding go Valerie. Go. um and nobody said that it wouldn't 
Nobody said that it wouldn't, but it's a build. It's a build. Um, you know, like you, you, you have to, if you're self-published, you have to put as much into it as you can. And there are parts of everything that like, you know, if we're asking to be at all, if you're thinking about a publishing house, they have departments for all of this. People who are specialists in this. Um, we admittedly are not specialists in everything. And there's something that we're always not like the best at. And so basically, if you, um, if you're not, not willing to take on that marketing step and, and market yourself mm -hmm. and talk about what you do and be really um, in people's faces by going into lives and, and being like, hey, I have books, um, you know, this is where you can find them. If you're not willing to do that, then you're not going to even start to budge the, um, you know, the, the gas meter there. So um, there's a lot of, there's a lot to put into self-publishing and it is, um, it's very important that my clients, when they come to me, know, they know the drill, right? Like I don't promise them sunshines and roses. I express to them, I ask them questions and it's not meant to, um, it's, it's not meant to bring them down. It's a reality check, right? Because, you know, I mean, I can do everything for you. And if I'm just nodding my head and you're like, I'm going to sell a hundred thousand, excuse me, in the first year. And I'm just nodding my head. I'm doing a disservice. And that is not, um, that's not who I am. And, and you know, I'm, so anyways i think that's important because as a teacher by trade we forget that feedback is actually love and help because we want you to be better and if you're sitting there doing the same thing over and over again are you progressing because practice doesn't make perfect practicing perfect makes perfect you know if you're practicing right. the same thing wrong but again that's so important again you are such a huge uh, foundation is community support. Uh, again, there's so much love for you in the chat. Not that you need to know that, but maybe you do need to hear it. I always love you that we love you. Thank you. We absolutely love you so much. And again, you're not just an emotional way with words. That is an academic piece and it's a huge piece. And at the at home poet, there is, there is great stuff there, but you also can utilize what experts who have done things in the past or people who know things and, and actually use that. Because again, we get emotional because this is my baby, but we want your baby to be great. And yeah. there's nothing wrong with feedback. Nope, there's nothing wrong with it. Um, when it comes to poetry, I don't change anybody's poems. Right. That's, their, that's their artistic view of their book and, I'm, and their work, and I'm not changing that. I'll I focus on punctuation, um, the correct word, as in like their, their, their you know, um, mm -hmm. and, and spelling and, you know, layout, but I'm not going to mess with their poetry. So that, that part is different when you're working. I know some editors who do, but that's not, that's not what I believe in. And there's nothing wrong with those who do, if that's what you need and what you want, right. Then that's, that is an opportunity with me, but there's others who do that, um, maybe even better, but, um, but when it comes to novels, that's a different, that is a much different, as <laughs> a much different dynamic. So now you are starting to get into the craft of how is your story playing out? And have you, have you finished what you need to finish with your characters? Like how come, how come 
they were in a cafe and then in the next one they're in somebody's like you know you missed you miss something here or this plot line that you it, it doesn't quite pan out like it doesn't really make sense or it doesn't quite finish off so those those are it's a much different editing level and it's not just looking at how the words play out in punctuation although that is a large part of it as well so um i enjoy doing it and um it is I think what I enjoy the most out of it is that I think that anybody who has the want to be published, I think that they deserve that legacy and that it's not as hard as you think it is. So it's just, um, there are steps that cannot be missed mm -hmm. and that sometimes for some people, it, especially the first time out, it could be extremely extremely unnerving and overwhelming so that becomes what i'm here for so it sounds like if people were interested in getting a hold of you for that how would they do that just connect with you yeah they can or? connect with me through my dms and um i have a couple clients like i only work with one client at one mm -hmm. time frame um but i know how long it roughly takes me per client um especially after i've seen their manuscript so you know, um, the wait's not too long, but I, I, and I give that as a gift to people because I'm not going to be rolling through like, Oh, today's not your day. It's this person's day. I'm giving you all of me. Yeah. Um, you know, and when, when I hand it back to you to say, this is where we're at, you've got some choices like, you know, or this is, I'm finished. Now you look it over and do you want any changes? Right. So, um, you know, I've learned how to build that all in. And basically, um, it's your book, so it's got to be exactly what you want. And um, until it's right, that's what we do. Wow. Like I said, Andy, this woman does it all. I'm on cloud nine right now. Like, I'm on cloud nine. She's an editor and she is a huge pillar of support in the community. I know we were so freaking yeah. blessed and lucky. Yeah, everybody's talking it. about the air wind for some reason. <laughs> I, know, I, know. I thought I saw it earlier. I wish I had my, my hair is on. always an issue on shows. Yeah, <laughs> like, I, I, I lost, yeah. On every show. I lost all my hair. Yeah. It's a lot of pressure. I can't come anywhere with just like, yeah. no, yeah, my hair know. not I, done. You gotta show up. <laughs> I show up. There was one question. I know we were actually a little bit over time already, but there was a question that Annie and I were actually talking about under behind the scenes because you not just host on Instagram, IG Live, but you also do um, hosting some shows on YouTube. What's the difference? Do you what? What? How does that Thank work? You. So like, what, what do you love about the differences? Because oh my gosh, you got again. If you didn't check it out, there was an incredible interview that she had yesterday that's going to be coming up on her stories. Check that yeah. link out. I know yeah. a lot of hot. Like, again, yeah. you have so many incredible interviews all the time. So like, shut up. Yeah. Shut up. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Um. Yeah. No, no, I'm. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. No, no. I was gonna say. I guess. Um. To add on to what she was saying, I just wanted to say that. Um. I guess what is the difference between YouTube and Instagram as far as going live, the dynamic, the audience, and just the overall presentation of what you do on instagram and what you do on um 
YouTube. So like, yeah, like, like how? Yeah, you, you know what I'm saying. I'm sorry. No, it's good. Well, with YouTube, I'm blessed to have a producer because he does all of the behind the scenes work, and mm. we work immensely well together, which I appreciate. Which is why you know it makes it easy to do. Um, but it's not easy, you know. With 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 Instagram, we go live, and even if it's something where we're doing an interview show or curating pieces, there's a little bit of work to that. But mm -hmm. um, for me, the YouTube show, it takes me a lot of work, like all through the week. And I think people would be surprised how much time that hour and a half show actually does take me. Um, for starters, uh, I, I my questions are designed uniquely for that guest. So I either have to find out more about them or what I want to know about them, um, which takes me some research. Um, the other thing is I'm going out and finding these guests. And for those of you in the community, um, you can, that's, that those are easier finds. I'm working outside of our community and trying to break through getting into the DMs of these people who who we all enjoy their channels. And that's not easy in itself. So um, I'm always blessed when people are are willing to speak to me. Um, I'm booked right now all the way through to September. So I'm super excited about that. And I'm still working um, more at, at that. But, but that is a challenge. But they do love, as we spoke about earlier, I love the ability for me to just, by the time that I get to showtime, um, I just get to sit down and relax and have a really enjoyable conversation and getting to know somebody. And um, through the serious part and then moving into the shenanigans with them and how, trying to have some laughs, which I can say that part is sometimes nerve wracking for me because especially if I don't know somebody, it's mm. hard to laugh with somebody that you don't know. <laughs> mm. So, you know, and, and that sounds funny, yep. but it is true, right? Yeah. So, but um, but I still enjoy it. And even if even if that shenanigans part falls flat, it's still okay because I'm getting some laughs out of the fact that, you know, some of these goofy questions that I ask and see how people, and sometimes people are so serious in their responses. <laughs> to me, that's funny, right? Because like, yeah. it's a goofy question. Like I asked somebody one time, I'm like, would you rather have broccoli for arms or a, um, a head of lettuce for a head? And they really had to think about that. <laughs> <laughs> and that I was funny that. to me because it's like, it's funny. Nobody's actually making you do this. <laughs> I think oh, my God. It's not arms. a true, true life choice. <laughs> broccoli for arms, Andy. Broccoli for arms. That, that should be a prompt. Right? But, yeah, um, so... Um, so I enjoy it for that, and IG, um, I enjoy, I enjoy a few things about it. I enjoy the simplicity of bringing it all together. Um, I enjoy the fact that we are highlighting the talent in our community and keeping it homegrown. Um, and I completely enjoy the fact that that in my show, the premise in my show is really about community, and it's always about building and and welcoming more people into our community because you just like i always say it every show you never know who you're gonna meet you sure. never know who you're gonna meet it may be somebody who becomes a friend it may be somebody who inspires you it may be somebody who um 
pushes you to do more um maybe even without even never saying a word or maybe with saying a lot of words right um yeah. in kindness i yeah. hope but you know it, it we just we don't know we yeah. don't know this is sure right and so, i know I we're that. already kind of bleeding over our hour but i want to hear one more piece you but i want yes. okay. to i love about your show while you're pulling the last piece together because we definitely need to have a part two three four five yeah, and i just wanted to um, say okay, i just, just want to say i love how your show the chat too the chat gets going because yeah be back in the day with andy we always talk about the highlight was really 2019 that's when Sorry. I first kind of came out here where there was more lives and people were engaging with each other more in the live. You really have nailed it where people are engaging in the Still to this so day. I yeah. love it. Again, I, nobody is so engaging until like, again, you you really do a great job with that. Thank you. I, I really, really, really try and, um, and encourage that. Um, I think that it's important for people to to understand that you know we're we're here as much to enjoy poetry as we are to chat it up and have fun and and grow our community and it's that is more than just hitting the follow button you know it's mm -hmm. getting to know people and chat it up and i tell people all the time i'm like if you are going out with a group of people to a club and watching a comedian or an entertainer you're going to lean across the table and you're going to have a conversation right at at hopefully you're not interrupting the show but, but like you know this is your opportunity to to do that enjoy yourself like this shouldn't it's not class we're we're not in a library right like mm -hmm. have at it have some fun enjoy yourself and and that part is very very important to me agreed agreed um as like you said before you know you never know who you're gonna meet again i <laughs> It's funny because that's really much what happened with me and Angela. Honestly, before this year, I didn't even know who she was until I saw this one post. I'm like, wait, did I follow you from before? I just don't know. You know, sometimes you just follow people and you're like, okay, I don't remember how I follow this yeah. person. So yeah. that's pretty much what happened because this, oh God. So this this particular page itself has been through a lot of changes, put it that way. And um, okay. long story short, she had a post about no more shitty years that's literally how this whole thing started right. and then it started from okay when i decided okay i'm gonna start doing my podcast again and rebranded and then um we had the, the pretty much the first episode was with her and then just that one episode turned into like this thing that we're doing now and it's just like before this year i didn't even know who she was and it's like again you never know who you're gonna meet and yet we have like there's an understanding of the vision of what I always wanted Unraveled and Plus to be and pretty much what you're doing right now mm -hmm. too, like just Before, expanding yeah. every, and it's just crazy again, you never know who you're going to meet and then here we are having this conversation. It's just, um, mm -hmm. yeah. it, it, it's just a powerful thing, you know, and then I, I was there, like I said, like having an interaction with you, Valerie, itself too again this is um this is an honor and a privilege and i don't take that for granted uh when you invited me and angela to do star pro saturdays but you you know i i stuff like whenever i get invited to anything i always take that stuff seriously because that's not that's not something that's just given out for free that's why um andrew had said that on on when we went live with andrew that's not something that's given away for free like that and that's not someone anyone can just do, you know. And and like I said, I know for a fact you don't just bring just anybody. No, like you do it with caution. You do it with respect to the art, 
and you do it because you love it. And and again, that's an honor and a privilege and that's a responsibility that I take very seriously. And I just want to say thank you yeah. for that and what you do for the community because you do do a lot for the community. And it's like, goes back yeah. to the whole legacy and impact. Um, no matter what happens, like, they're always going to remember you for that. And that's that's such yeah. an amazing thing. So thank you for this. Thank you for saying yes to us. Yeah. And thank you for having this conversation with us because that is very, very important. Oh, thank you so much. And um, I love how you tied back to the legacy because I chose this piece to read. Um, it is, it's not in any of my books. It's not in any of my books. It's actually not even published yet um, on Instagram or anything. Um, it has been read on another Party show. Here first. But, um, but this is about my legacy. So uh, this is called If I Die Young. If I Die Young. Keep me alive within you. Take the best of me and know that's all I wanted to be. If I die young, still love and remember me. You know, I wanted to do so much more. Remember me in love, nature, and humor as I shared these things of me with you. Memorialize my words and carry them in your heart. If I die young, bury me within you and know that I care deeply. Feel my presence with you daily. I wanted to be here with you in person for so much longer, as long as you needed me, even if you weren't aware of that need while I was here. If I die young, it's because I had to go. And I hope you know, I wasn't taken before my time. I was taken when God seen it was best. If I die young, I hope I had the impact in your life that I wanted to, that I shared the love I had for you openly and with enough reason that you understood you are my favorite season. I can only hope you saw what I saw in you. If I die, I hope you know I will always still be there for you, loving you from a different place. If I die young, I am going to make sure that today, this very day, you know how much you meant to me. We just don't know how much time we have. There is so much we don't know. But before I do go, I just wanted to make sure before it's too late that you know how much I do love you. Valerie Lorraine. Wow. Oh. Uh, can't put a price on that one. You can't. Wow. Thank you. I, Andy, I don't even think Ooh. I can comment now. Because, uh, again, you just... Yeah, no, nah, I'm just... You really do. Yeah. It, it, it's so, again, effervescent. So there is a lightness to your words that, again, hit heavy because they are, they just, like, it pulls out of you. Like, you. it's not a punch in. It's, like, a pull out. I don't even want to say it's a punch. Yeah. It's an explosion. It comes like out of somebody's body. And just the way you write, it's so effervescent life. But, oh, yeah. Very you ever thought about doing like an audible? Yeah. Yes, actually. Um, so I'm a sound producer and we've been, it's been much slower than, than I had wanted it to be. Um, but we are, we're working together. Um, part of, um, my business, Valerie Learn Productions, is also going into sound production. 
Mm. So, um, so yeah, I get to be the test of all of that first stuff. And my studio is almost done. I keep on saying it's almost done, but, but it is, it's almost done. It's just not done. <laughs> you know what, Valerie, you are a shooting star. Like you're yeah. still like, you're literally, like, you're yeah. You have not even reached the apex. I mean, you feel like, uh, like I said, like uh, from the outside, it's just so incredible. But holy shit, girl, you're still going places, real places that are just beyond all expectation. I mean, you already have three books out, two of your own accord, and one of this incredible compilation of so many incredible poets. You are an editor. You help people put their legacies together. Mm -hmm. You're about to get this whole sound system going. Plus, you have so many incredible shows that you host. You're such a great person in this community i i know we went over a little bit of our time but i just i couldn't you know i can't i can't even say enough i am so honored to have you tonight thank you so much thank you for so giving much. us your time honoring us with your time because again yeah you know, at all. i can't believe you took a day off yesterday um you know what? i can't thank you enough for having me because it's um it's a beautiful joy to share the time with the community and um, and to be able to read my own work because I oftentimes um, when I'm on shows I don't really read my own work um, mm -hmm. I try not to so there are times when I'm really moved to because of something somebody else yeah. read but um, you know to me it's about the community and um, I'm even behind on posting my own stuff to my own page so mm -hmm. um, and I'm trying to hold off to do like the sound production pieces so um you know things are coming things are changing they're not as fast as i'd like but you know that's the way life is but i'm just so happy that you guys asked me to come on the show and that we could arrange this and it was a beautiful time with you thank you so much oh my gosh well oh, we look forward you. to seeing you, you highlighting starting up saturdays and again also thank you so much for uh, helping us build that first virtual bridge on our end to you because we are uh kind of co-hosting with rainier who is incredible oh my god who doesn't love Rainier? Yes, i mean i i cannot wait we're getting out he's either coming to the us we're going to the, uh, australia we're gonna have a poetry convention we're gonna right. drive across the country see oh yeah we're going to canada to see you right. and all the other canadians yeah. that we saw uh last week but again uh, having those opportunities to hang out together yeah. or just thought unraveled influence that's what it's all about and that's because of the yeah. work you're doing how you've stand strong so many people cannot just stop loving on you tonight we wanted to love on you we wanted to have your words honored tonight because yes i think you are so giving that you got to get some of your own too because we deserve to hear your words thank you. so thank, thank you, you. So all right, Andy. Any last words for uh, Valerie? Um, no, I just want to say, yeah, like I said, I, I just want to say thank you again, just for just being a part of my life, especially you, because um, like without you, I don't know if you realize this, but you've actually impacted my life a lot the last couple of months, and it's just been uh, it's been a blessing, honestly. Um, I don't, I don't even know what else to say, but just to say thank you. And like she was saying too, with the origin of thought on Unraveled Influence, the open mic and everything, just like us getting together at one big party. It's just like, it's really because of you. Because again, like, thank you for saying yes to that. And just, you know, just us building community, building bridges. And like I was telling you and I was telling Angela, we built our first bridge and now here we are. Like, 
continually building and expanding the bridge and it's just um exactly it's well, a beautiful I, thing i will say i was open to it but again it's when i so i have the whole other channel origin of thought for anybody who doesn't know and i bring my hosts on and um you know i give them a lot of rain to do their own artistic endeavor and so you know um i was very clear with rainier like this is your show so you know you have you have everything to say yes or no this isn't something you want to do this is something you want to do and and it's up to you and that that goes for all my other hosts right like i tell them mm -hmm. if you want to bring somebody on as a as a co-host or whatever that looks like you know you really don't have to check with me because you know if if we have issues right those people aren't on the page and we don't you know we have very 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 few issues in the community so um mm -hmm. and right. you know i'm happy to be able to offer that to you our hosts on origin of thought and you know and i check in with them just like i checked in with rainier and said everything's good because i'm going to remind you this is your show right wow. so you know but it's a beautiful um it's a beautiful merch and it's a wonderful way to expand the community and and grow and you know on starfield saturdays last week we had um arsenio mm -hmm. arsenio yeah. and all the jc and um that was just yeah that live was fantastic. crazy i saw i saw a little bit of it i saw a little bit of it um, yeah. on saturday that was wow yeah that, you, yeah that was wow uh, yeah. <laughs> We'll be doing. Oh we'll be doing that again. We'll be doing. I think. I think what um, I offered was that you know maybe we could do because they were saying like we should do this again. You know, mm -hmm. um, and I said well you know maybe we'll do it at Christmas time. Nice Christmas Ooh. present to the nice. community. Yeah. So, you know, um, but that's the way it is, right? Like none of our shows are in competition with each other. Yeah. You know, and, and that's why we wanted to hang out with Rainier because we didn't want two smaller clubs. Yeah. We want a big old scene together. Right. And again, he's exactly. And he knocks it out for the first night. He gets to tag me back in for the late yes. night crew because I'll stay up all late night. And poor Andy, you know, he's got to work on a Saturday. But um, for, you, yeah. it's, it's, uh, well, sorry, Rainier, we're going to be on way past Cloud Nine tomorrow because we're still on Cloud Nine tonight talking to you. But we're going to be mm -hmm. interviewing by the fall at nine Yeah. Your legacy is locked in and fully Amen to so, that. Thank you so much. All right, everybody. We're oh, and uh, we're kind of kicking off the Andy Morales birthday party weekend because oh, oh, yeah. Happy birthday! Yeah, I turned cancer. Thank you, thank you. Oh my God! Yeah, I turned thirty-eight two years before forty. So uh, yeah, it's interesting. I, I always thank God for another year. So thank you. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, so thank you so. Oh, yeah, thank, you. thank you, everybody, for the wonderful comments. I've been trying to follow along with them. You're just all so generous, and I love you dearly. Thank you. 
Well, we Thank you so much, everybody. I'll definitely see you on Saturday. Check out everything she does. She does it all. She does everything. She's got her own book. You're not following her. Shame on you. Follow her now. Get her stuff, too, because that's definitely on my list of ASAP, because I'm looking forward to the next, your third full book of your own, but your fourth book of this healing journey. I know I need this. I'm looking forward to it. And um, there's so many doors opening for you. And what I love, again, you keep those doors open for the rest of us. So thank you. I, otherwise, I will, I'll keep talking. So I'm going to okay. turn the live off. <laughs> love y'all. Good night, Andy. I'll see y'all tomorrow. Bye. 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 Thank, you, thank you, Valerie. Thank you, everybody. Bless. A true star. And I'll see, I'll look up at the sky tonight. I'll think of you, girl. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> everybody do that. All right. Bye, everybody. Uh, bye. Bye. I'm turning it off, I promise. <laughs>